0: Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. Are you looking for help with trying to lose weight? Well, this could be the solution for you. With a range of products such as shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today simply by adding Kirsty on Facebook using the link in the show notes and get started today. For the ad free version of this podcast, please visit our Patreon page and become a patron at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts in that month and all of the previous ad-free podcasts that we've done. Head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. The link's in the description. welcome to the walking dead uk podcast it is entertainment talks podcast for the walking dead on amc and fox i'm your host matthew joining me today is chris and dave there we go uh how are you both doing
1: i'm doing good how are you matt
0: good yeah how are you david yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm good, thanks.
0: Good, good. Uh, so we're here today to discuss uh, Season 8, Episode 4, which was called Some Guy, because Ezekiel is now just Some Guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go around the table the way we usually do. Chris, did you like this one?
1: I did, more than um, a few of the other episodes we've had this season. Okay. I felt it really um, gave Ezekiel more depth and um, made him easier to like as a character, Um because a lot of people seem to enjoy having him around on screen, but didn't think he had too much depth to him. So I'm glad they expanded on his character here. And um, I, I felt like a more focused episode was needed. So I'm glad that they did this.
0: Okay. Uh, David, how about you?
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, given how everything ended last week, it's, it's interesting to see Ezekiel from a kind of different light now. Um, and and seem sort of having been so positive and i mean yes, it was all a front, but having seen put that front on and seeing that crumble mm. this time around, i thought was uh was really quite interesting and uh yeah, and plus yeah good car chases and guns and mm-hmm. things dying and yeah so all round really good episode
0: uh i i 'm a bit conflicted there's some parts i i I'm not sure about. <laughs> uh, there's some parts I do like. Like, um, I I agree with Chris that this did do some work to um, Ezekiel, which wasn't desperately needed, but it was it was interesting and kind of useful. Um, but like, uh, the, some stuff with the car chase and some stuff with um, how Shiva goes out is kind of strange, and I'll talk about that I guess as we as we get to it. Um, but I think. I don't know if this was a, if I disliked it or if I thought it was bad, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as the rest this season. Um, but it's still better than some episode, some bad at Walking Dead episodes that I can think of. Um, so it's still um, a good Walking Dead episode, but um, I think t- just the one that I least enjoyed this season. Um, and we we who knows maybe we'll have. One that I enjoyed less and then this one will, will go up a bit more. I don't know, but um, we'll have to wait and see. But that's yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Because um, I sort of watched it and I was like, I don't know if that really did anything for me as a, as a viewer, apart from the Ezekiel um, character development, which I guess was the purpose of the episode. It's just, I don't know. I didn't really quite enjoy it as much. Um, but I'll talk about some of the specifics as, as we get to them. Uh, so I'm going to move the housekeeping section to here, uh, and let you guys know what's happening at entertainmenttalk.org, um... A couple of weeks ago, uh, me and David reviewed uh, Thor Ragnarok, which which was quite good fun. Um, Recently, I think either last week or the week before, uh, I put out my review for Assassin's Creed Origins. Once I've actually finished the game and actually have a bit more plot, (laughs) I'll be able to tell you what I think of the plot, because I am 37 hours in, and I couldn't tell you what the plot is for Assassin's Creed. So uh, once they actually tell me some stuff, I'll update the review, but in terms of gameplay and... um, the series' is return, um, that's sort of what that review is based on, but once I know more about it, I'll, I can tell you <laughs> um, what else is happening, uh, the mid-season finale of Star Trek was this week, so I reviewed that on, on Tuesdays, so that was for episode 9, uh, quite, quite a good way to, maybe should have been the end of the season, I, I thought perhaps, but still a great episode and a, and a great half season for Star Trek. Um, me and Robert are returning this week for the CW Superheroes. That will be tomorrow night, uh, which will be the 16th of November, uh, to kind of catch up on the season and, and give our thoughts on that so far. Uh, and with Robert as well comes our gaming talk, where we continue to discuss the debacle that's happening at EA with Star Wars and loot boxes and <laughs> all that sort of nonsense. Yes. Um, in addition to that, yesterday I also put out a sort, a sort of solo mini podcast, I guess you could call it. Um, where I found out some newer information about Star Wars, which I'll also discuss with Robert and Sunday. Um, but I had some like off-the-cuff stuff that I, I wanted to, to, to talk about, so that's what that's about. Um, and that's basically called EA Taking Advantage of Star Wars, so check that out as well. Um, and yeah, more stuff to come in the future, so stick around on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, so in flashbacks, King Ezekiel prepares himself and his troops for... The kingdom to go to war alongside Alexander and the and the uh, hilltop communities against nigan. Ezekiel gives a rousing speech uh, to boost the morale because he he's great at that stuff um and his his men and and that are both happy with it um, Do you guys have anything to say about that or should we go a bit further? I'd go what, a bit further. Yeah, okay. that's all. Sort of just what I've got for the start. Uh, in the present, Ezekiel crawls out from the pile of bodies um, of the kingdom soldiers that sacrifice themselves for the, for their king, even though he's a fake king, but whatever. <laughs> 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 uh, when nearby saviour uh, forces used a machine gun to mow down their numbers, he is stunned at the bodies around him, uh, which I thought was actually pretty decent, uh, was actually pretty effective. Uh, I like what they were going for with that. Uh, Some of who are starting to reanimate. Because that's of course what happens in this universe. Uh, With his leg injured. He is not able to walk very well. And is rescued by a guy named uh, Alvaro. uh, A kingdom soldier that escaped the massacre. Luckily. Um, They work themselves away from a growing number of walkers. But suddenly. um, Alvaro is killed by a guy called Gunther. Who looks like. some, Some type of different saviour. <laughs> uh, a saviour who knows, who knows Negan desperately wants Ezekiel, rewarding whoever brings him in uh, handsomely. Uh, Gunther forces Ezekiel to continue to move at gunpoint for quite a distance. Uh, keeping ahead of the Walker Horde, Gunther taunts Ezekiel throughout, uh, showing that even in death, his kingdom's soldiers still follow him. Um, they approach a fenced-off area. Um, it's a gate locked. Uh, Gunther prepares to cross over the fence, knowing that Ezekiel will still reward... Uh, sorry, knowing that Eze- Negan will still reward for uh, Ezekiel's head on a, a spike, I guess. A bit Game of Thrones-style. Uh, mm. Before Gunther can behead Ezekiel, Jerry approaches and slices him in half, uh, which is pretty awesome. Uh, he helps Ezekiel up, and the two start to fend off. The approaching walkers uh, before they break open the gate. Um, Chris, what did you think of of uh, Ezekiel's travels with with Gunther?
1: Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was um well from the very first scene I thought it was pretty in it, um, tension building because you you knew that um, not everything was going well with Ezekiel, but you see um a flashback of him and all of the uh, people at the kingdom kind of getting along quite happily and stuff. Um, and actually, you know, having some confidence that they're going to win this war. Um, and then it fastes forward to the scene where he's literally trapped, um, like, struggling to breathe underneath loads of his own men, who are dead. Um, I thought, the yeah, it was very good um, tension building, this episode, especially with um, those walkers approaching Ezekiel, where he's just trying to run away. Um, and even seeing people like Alvaro, who's like a minor character, die in front of Ezekiel mm. made it um even that more intense um I'm not sure what I feel about this gunther guy but um yeah he
0: well he's dead now. don't <laughs> don't, have to feel, don't have to feel anything anymore <laughs> no.
1: uh, I don't yeah. know, but like it, as part of the episode yeah. um, he seemed like very kind of stereotypical um very like psychopathic evil kind of guy but um he looked like, he's he like, like um, jeffrey
2: Dahmer, the serial killer that's That seems to be what they modelled his look on.
1: Wow, okay. <laughs> okay. If you go, yeah. and have a
2: look, go and look up pictures of Jeffrey Darby, you'll see exactly what I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they modelled him off uh, a Cyril Kalu, it seems. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, he's a very minor character, and he's gone now, so there's nothing yeah. too bad there.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, I I love this, this whole sequence. I thought I mean you, you talk about Ezekiel being a fake kill, king, but then kind of what's a real king anyway? Mm. You know, so yeah. he was he is the leader of the kingdom, so that makes him the king as far as I, I, I'm concerned. Um, you know, and, and the guys the, the people, particularly people like Jerry, you yeah, know, will quite as we saw with this, will follow him, you know, to their death. And I mean, I, I thought I did wonder how many of them get will get out of this. And as it turns out, not many of them at all. Uh, you've, you've got, I thought that that whole tension thing built up really well. Cause that's the thing where game, where, um, walking dead works really well is the fact that you never know who's going to survive and who isn't because despite what it says in the books, things change. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you do wonder whether Ezekiel maybe was going to die at that point. So um, yeah, they can still play with that sort of stuff. It's very rare. You look at something like, I mean, Rick's the only one that you think, well, he's probably safe. Pretty much everybody else is fair game. Now, you know, maybe Daryl, you know? Mm. Um, so, so, you know, I think mean, I think, uh, uh, I, I thought that was that was played really well. Gunther was a suitably unlikable character. They, he, they were talking, he was apparently talking afterwards on Talking Dead and was making comments about, you know, I want people to absolutely hate me by the time I'm dead at the end of it. And I think he achieved that fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was really nice to see Jerry like who is usually there as the comic relief. It was nice to see him actually come out with the ax. And although he broke it fairly early on, uh, it would be nice to see him. It would have been nice to see him actually plowing through people with the ax a bit more, but, uh, that shot of, of the, him slicing Gunther basically down the middle in half was beautifully done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, horrific, but beautifully done. So, uh, yeah, that that whole sequence, I thought, they they did a really nice job, Um, you know, and him getting away with the walkers and sort of having to face his own reanimated people, Mm. you know, that's that's quite, mentally quite disturbing, I thought.
0: Uh, Yeah, 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 to see your whole kind of, uh, all of your people basically rise up around you um, and literally come after you to try and eat you must be quite terrifying. Uh, And I thought... um, his name's Peyton something, the guy who plays Ezekiel. He played that quite well, like, uh, with, yeah, with the emotion and stuff. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I thought it was it was a good start to the episode, and I'm glad that they they resolved the whole, um, like, Ezekiel being trapped thing. Um, and I, I did think that the whole zombie, you know, his, his people rising up around him um, as dead people uh, was quite effective. I did think that Jerry trying to break the fence should have well not the fence like the chain for the fence should have worked um yeah i I guess that added that that was to add some more tension but i don't know maybe maybe they should have had it so like somebody with a weaker weapon tried to open the gate or something because he he just cut this man in half to show you how powerful he is and then he can't break the the chain i don't know and then what's what's even weirder is when he puts the axe in like into the chain and then tries to break it. It breaks the the axe. <laughs> it's just strange. Yeah,
2: that's one strong ass chain they've got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I don't know. But um yeah I, I thought it was it was quite interesting to see uh to see some some tension with Ezekiel and stuff. Not quite the character that we want in danger, but it's still interesting to see some tension and stuff. So uh I thought that worked quite well <clears throat> um and yeah, th- this uh, what did I say? His name was Gunther. Um, he was he was kind of interesting until he got split off. So, um, which made yeah. him even more interesting because he <laughs> was part of a cool effect. So, uh, yeah. uh, In the nearby building, Carol has sneaked in and found the saviors that used used the heavy machine guns against against the uh, Kingdom people. Uh, the ones that Rick has been searching for, she is able to uh, take take some of them out by hiding in a vent of sorts. Um, forcing the remaining saviors to rush to transport um, the guns away back to the sanctuary. This ends up in a firefight outside the building near where Ezekiel and Jerry are fighting. Literally just sort of a few feet away. Carol is able to trick the saviors to let, letting their guard down. Big mistake. Um... Killing all but two of them, but then uh, she sees Ezekiel and Jerry in trouble. She lets the saviors go, fleeing in a vehicle with loaded guns uh, to help rescue her allies. Um, she lets the guns get away, but they hear uh, a roar on the my- motorcycle uh, outside the complex. Rick and Daryl are soon giving chase and are able to uh, take care of these other two guys in a sort of separate scene we'll talk about after. Um so I thought this was this was kind of interesting with, with with Carol. Um I I'm changing my mind a little bit as I'm like doing this recap and reminding myself of the episode. I'm starting to wonder why I didn't like it as much. I don't know. Um <laughs> it, it, it's it's a strange effect but um I thought it was quite good with, with Carol to not only to have her character change or, or stay more, more or less uh, as this killer person but to actually see her use it a little bit more it's okay to say a character can do something but it's a bit more interesting to actually show them um, so like what, what you, sort of what you said David with um, Jerry he's the comic relief but he's a big tough guy so it was cool mm-hmm. to see him be the big tough guy in this episode as well uh, as was it cool to see uh, Carol actually be the sort of fighter and use her tactics as, as, she, as she can do I thought that was quite interesting uh, Chris, what did you think of Carol's um, engagement? I guess you could say, with these guys.
1: Yeah, I thought that um, obviously Carol played quite smart. There were a few points in the um, the shootout that you th- you think that um, Carol would have got hit, but she didn't. But I- I'll let that one slide. I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm too much more to say. But I think Carol cool. played it well in that uh, in that fight. Mm-hmm.
0: The one question I kind of have is, you know when she has she has the black assault rifle, she sort yeah. of uses the uh, the sling that it has, hooks it on a, a windshield, but you don't... What did she do with that? I didn't see her yeah, I, do anything I, with that. I
2: wasn't, I wasn't sure exactly. I know why she did it, because she did it be able to throw the other gun out and say, hey, I've got no guns, because right. she didn't want to put it onto the floor. Yeah. So I get why she did it, but then I, she didn't seem to pick that up again. She mm. seemed to pick up the rifle off the dead guy on the floor. So I, you know, they sort of don't seem to have come back for that. I, I, I don't know. That that threw me slightly. Um, the 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 whole Carol thing is what? Do, do we actually see Carol rescue the other two? Because I, I, as far as I remember, she looked over, saw them, let the guns go, and then suddenly they were all walking together. And maybe I blacked out and missed something. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: I remember I her going on the other on the other side of the fence and meeting with uh, Jerry and, and Ezekiel, and then that's when she heard the motorcycle, so she knew that uh, yeah, Daryl yeah, and but... Rick were, go- were going after yeah, the got the key and unlocks
1: the uh, the gate. Oh, did she? Okay, back, yeah. Back I
2: must have. I must have looked away or something at that point. Now that you yeah. say that,
0: I don't actually remember seeing her open the gate. <laughs> I just remember no, seeing her no, on the other side. Saw... Yeah. I remember
1: she was on the inside and she had a key. And oh, she, she had a key, okay. Because, um, obviously, Jerry was trying to use his axe to smash the chain, yeah. but, yeah. Yeah, because I, I must have missed the
2: bit where she picked up the key. I must have looked at my phone or something.
1: Mm. Um,
2: so, yeah, <laughs> but, I I mean, it's nice to see Carol kind of back in that sort of badass mode that, you know, having gone through that pacifist kind of phase that she went through. For an
0: extremely long time. Back, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She, you know, she, she's back to being, you know, the badass Carol that we all know she can be mm-hmm. so uh so i thought that was that was really great, and and the way that she thinks her way around the firefight as well i thought was really nice yeah you know, like like you say you know, hanging the gun up pretending to surrender and and all that i yeah mm-hmm. you know I, th- I thought that was that was really good and letting the walkers in so they they get killed um, you know opening the the fence behind the guys so the walkers come in and kill them mm. I thought that was, that was all really good Uh, yeah no I, I'm i just happy to have Carol actually back being the Carol that, you know because mm-hmm. it, it was one of those things I mean she's had quite an interesting arc having gone from being this sort of beaten woman in, which is all she really was in the first season and then she's you know grown and grown and grown and then you know getting ostracized by Rick and again rescuing everybody and you know i mean she's had one of the most interesting character arcs i think of any of the characters on the show mm. so yeah. yeah i think
1: um between her and morgan those two those are characters that have like their their attitudes and personality is constantly changing which is yeah. quite strange like um you have seen morgan go back to his whole um like angry kind of clear mode right now uh when he was all about peace like a while back And you you saw um, Carol look a bit beaten at the end of Season 7, and now she's, you know, kicking ass again. It's strange.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I I like in this show when the zombies are actually used as weapons. Um, It does show that sort of evolution of the apocalypse, because, like, you know, the apocalypse starts and everybody sees the the zombies as the the enemies, which they still are. They can still kill you, but it's more of a case of... um, like the characters have learned what the zombies are like and how to deal with them, and you can actually like use them as as weapons. So every time we see that, it uh, I do quite enjoy seeing that yeah. in like a zombie well, I mean, show perspective. It,
2: yeah, it's sort of weapons or defense. I mean, you know, you're mm-hmm. seeing the saviors have them, you know, the the sort of melted metal thing that they have them melted onto the fence as as a deterrent at the uh, saviors compound, and and yeah, we've we've seen them kind of it penned into areas. So people can't get through and and uh the moving hordes, and you know the, all sorts of like quite interesting things, so they were yeah used as weapons and used as defense, I think's been that's been quite an interesting thing that certainly the this season and maybe some of the last season, I thought that was quite interesting, mm.
0: yeah, like with the um the zombies or the walkers at the at the sanctuary being being one example yeah uh should we talk about this rick because it's not i haven't really written much of it down but uh the rick and daryl sort of chase scene i thought was yeah uh, yeah interesting kind yeah.
2: of uh it was, yeah, no it was you don't really get that many uh car chase scenes of the zombie apocalypse so you know yeah. I, it was it was quite a nice different change something that they don't really do much of on that show i thought um you know and uh it was quite interesting uh again on talking dead they were they were, they had uh uh rick and darrell both of them you know norman and um uh what's his face both on both talking about that uh, chase andrew, yeah. Uh, yeah and uh norman complaining about the fact that andrew was leaning on the brake too much so he almost smashed <laughs> into the back of the car <laughs> uh i mean they're, they're hilarious those two together they really mm-hmm. are so uh mm-hmm. but uh yeah i i really enjoyed that i th- I thought you know it's quite nice and different i mean yes it's only a car chase but it's something that we don't see very much on this show so yeah
0: yeah it, it was yeah. kind of
1: cool um chris what it's do you think like
0: that um i thought
1: that this scene was pretty good i to the whole kind of action i didn't feel like i was worried for either rick or daryl because i knew when i say characters in the series right now so I don't think either of them are going to get, like, severely injured or whatever, yeah. or even die. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good to have that little scene.
2: Yeah, and even if they're not 100% safe, they're not going to get killed off by a couple of random people, like, driving, <laughs> some random saviors. So, you know, you know they're pretty safe doing that scene. So, mm-hmm. uh, so
0: yeah. Yeah, that's, and, not, uh, that's not how you kill off and... your money back.
2: <laughs> no, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah. But uh, hopefully that means they've got some big guns to play with now, which should also be fun.
0: Mm, yeah, like when they had the, the big RPG, uh, which I don't yeah. actually remember them using much, but they, uh, apart from when Daryl blew out those people, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, back at the complex, uh, Carol and Jerry help Ezekiel, lead Ezekiel back. Though the walkers are getting more, more so sort of close and they are getting lower on ammo. Uh, they come close to a... Um, creaking a creek mill milling with walkers uh which is difficult for Ezekiel to cross with his injury so did he get shot in the leg or uh, and it maybe had an exit wound they never really established what his actual injury was
2: no no he just i'm not, i wasn't sure whether he kind of broke his leg or or whether he got right. shot in i'm assuming he got shot in his leg
0: yeah where,
2: you know, as part of the whole thing cuz it was definitely when he crawled out that's that's when he was having leg problems wasn't it so
0: yeah yeah uh, or maybe it was a case of the, the people that jumped on him, one of them did break his leg or something. Like that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're going through there. Um, but he wants to stay behind and... Uh, sorry, let me go back a bit. Carol and Jerry insist Ezekiel come, but he wants to stay behind and sacrifice himself uh, to fight off the walkers for them, admitting to Jerry he's not their king. He's just some guy. Rings a bell. <laughs> And not worthy of being a leader. They are about to leave when Shiva suddenly uh starts attacking the walkers and ultimately um dies in, in the process. Uh this is where I where I have a bit of a problem with the fact that these walkers surround the tiger and all Shiva kinda does is stand still and roar instead of actually attack.
1: Yeah, but um that was one of the small things that I didn't, like, quite understand this episode. Like, she, I guess it tried to, like, fend them off a little bit, but didn't have any intentions of killing them, it seems. Um, it was more just to protect Ezekiel, which is quite strange. Uh, I mean, obviously, to kill walkers, you need to either, like, severely dismember them or um, get them in the head, and obviously, she can't exactly like rip their heads off and that easily mm-hmm. there's so many there so I, I don't know i don't know how i feel about that bit
2: yeah i mean i i don't know i thought they did an okay job of it i i don't know how realistic that would be i mean i i, I part of me wonders how much of it was the cgi budget and uh, them kind of deciding that they needed to kill shifra off earlier rather than later but um I mean, I think I think it, it came across okay. I know what you're saying. She didn't feel like she was quite attacking as much as maybe she should do. But mm-hmm. part of me also maybe thinks that if you're a tiger in that situation, you got to the, you were suddenly surrounded by them. You're like, oh crap, what do I do now? So um, you know, there's too many of them, and she does take a few swipes at them. Uh, and, and, and you know, I think you're right. I think she was just trying to uh, defend Ezekiel, because um, they, you know, and and sort of be the focus. So I, I mean, I'm sa- I'm very sad to see she would go, but I entirely understand why they, you know, from a show budgetary point of view, I can see why they probably thought it was a good idea. Plus, it was, um, it, it gives a nice add to that. Character art for Ezekiel as well. I think.
0: Mm. Um, do you guys feel okay doing a comic comparison to what happens here? Uh, I, we, yeah, you can
2: talk about it. Cause, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, obviously, but I know she dies in the comics, but I don't know.
0: Um, so, how, I, so when I was having a flick through the All that War comics this morning, because there's two there's two volumes to it, part one and part two. Yeah. Um, I looked at the there's there's a problem in both situations, but they're different problems. Um, in the comic, when when Shiva dies, she's surrounded by like five zombies, but she really does like go for them. So it's you got an unrealistic sense sense there. And in the show, it's like there's more zombies, but she attacks less. So it's like this weird balance of zombies to attack ratio. Right in, in the show is as, as opposed to the comic. Um, so I I don't know, but I, I don't know which one you could say is more un. Unrealistic maybe, but yeah. That's what what happens with that. Um Chris, do you remember reading that? Yeah, I do. Um
1: I do I do feel like there's problems with both definitely. Um in terms sense of like logic and even timing. It felt it did feel like a little bit off this episode, um, to have she just pop in at the end and then die straight away. But um yeah, I guess it's all to build around uh, Ezekiel's character. Mm. Yeah yeah
2: and to be fair, that's sort of how they ended up having to use Shiva almost the entire run is is Shiva it's like uh, and then suddenly Shiva appears, you know, and it's been like that throughout mm-hmm. you know Shiva's not been around and then suddenly pops up for like a, a thirty second scene and then vanishes yeah. again, you know uh we I, and occasionally you have her in the back of a shop, but generally she's not around that much, and if i mean. It's, it's It's a great idea, but if they can't afford to do it to any extent and have her around a lot more, which I'm guessing they can't, I think killing her off earlier is probably you know and, and this is the appropriate point to do it when he has kind of lost everything, it's another thing he can lose now, and then they can rebuild the character in whatever way it's going to be going forward, so mm. it sort of makes sense to do it as part of this, i think
0: mm. I did. Yeah. I did like the bit slightly, but slightly before when Shiva jumps in and um, grabs that ones on me and just tosses it like like a ragdoll. That that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't actually like bite it or anything, but just tosses it the way. I thought that yeah. that was that was kind of cool. But yeah, there you go. Two two different scenarios in adaptions where both have problems. So yeah, uh, take that how um, you
1: will. I yeah, I do feel like um. I feel like in the episode, I was wondering like where Shiva was and what she was doing because she um, she is like usually by Ezekiel's side, so I, I guess that is good to have that kind of conclusion there, and she disappears out of nowhere. But yeah, I'm, I'm not too um, not too happy with how she went out, but I can accept it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the three of them make their way back to the kingdom. None of them look happy, of course. Uh, Families of the soldiers that uh, he spoke to at the start of the day. Rush to hear the news. Ezekiel can't bring himself to say anything and just goes back to his room. Uh, And that's basically the end of the episode. Um, I did like as well um, at the start of the episode when they show that child giving the woman um, the flower. And then you see on one of the dead bodies later the flower in, in the sleeve. So it kind of ties that back. I know we don't know who these characters are, but I like that they sort of... Um, showed that it's one of the more little things that that was kind of yeah. cool in the episode. Um, so obviously that daughter will be very upset, and so will the, will yes. the husband. Um, and I did I did kind of like as well at the start when um, they showed some of these smaller families and some of these people that we don't know, just to show like there is a lot of soldiers in in this place. And showing them like not just sort of sitting there doing nothing, but like actually with some family and stuff. I thought that was kind of kind of cool. Mm. Uh, just to bring a just to bring a bit more character and life to this place that is quite big. So because um, you do have to to do that every now and then. Um, yeah, that's it for the episode. And you guys have anything else to say? Um, not that it isn't comic book stuff. Come so
1: on. no, I think we've covered it really.
0: Alright, cool. I uh, just have two emails here, which I'll go on to. Kirsty says, such a shame to see uh, Shiva go uh, to me personally. It's a budget thing. We hardly saw Shiva, and she had so much potential. Uh, so we discussed this a little bit already. It's probably somewhat of a budget thing, and it's also... It's like... It's like this... So this is where like Shiva's story does come to an end, but it's almost a bit of a coincidence that... The amount that they've showed her, it's like they can't show her anymore, but this is also where her story ends is kind of an interesting yeah. coincidence. I, I
2: mean, I, I think I think I would have liked to have seen more of Shiva throughout the run because you do feel I mean, I'm not entirely sure how it is in the comic books, but I, I'm you got the feeling that Shiva should have been by his side pretty much all the time and you know it, it, like i said before it does occasionally feel like a sort of ta-da and T- shiva <laughs> appears you know and it it's seems like that quite a lot and if that's that i'm sure is is for budgetary reasons um otherwise they would have, have you yeah, know just wandering around in the shots or you know when they're walking in big groups have the the tiger behind yeah. them so uh but i i think as you say, this is around the point where she dies in the comic books, anyway. So it sort of makes sense to do it now. Yeah. If it's something mm-hmm. that's causing your budgetary problems, anyway, you're probably better to to get it out. I mean, they they had Robert Kirkman on Talking Dead this week, who was basically talking about the fact part of the reason that he put Shiva in in the first place was to because he's like, well, I want to do something that they're never ever going to be able to do on the TV show.
0: <laughs> so- oh, interesting. <laughs> well-
2: so uh and and how that kind of influenced him because he originally had sort of thought this is a stupid idea what you how can you have a tiger in the apocalypse and then like sort of going back and going well is it the fact that they can't do it on the tv show influencing me and you know so he, he that was part of his thought process so uh yeah kind of interesting i thought but uh but yeah uh, I, I'm sort of sad to see it, Shiva go because it's an interesting addition and strange sort of character choice. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, I,
0: it's it's a shame that she isn't going to be on the show anymore or in the in the comic. Um, yeah, but she hasn't been for a while. Um, but it was it was good while it lasted. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, do you have any thoughts? Uh, nothing hasn't really
1: been covered to be fair. Um, R. A. P. Shiva. Uh, character that's like uh probably well, well the the most um you know, the most well-known animal character we've had in the series so far if that makes sense mm-hmm. um yeah. other than you know that tabitha goat that morgan had in season six <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode four whatever it was um yeah but you know i i mean i didn't really mind she either, but it was cool to see her on screen
2: yeah but
1: yeah doesn't really affect me that much, I
2: would say. Mm-hmm. People, people, people on Twitter going, People die on this show every week, and I'm in tears over a CGI tiger.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, also, don't show this show to your children because they'll get upset as well. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's still a thing that's just, happening. Just, so just, yeah, just don't show this show to
1: your children mm-hmm. for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah. It's just end all, period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Uh, but if you'd like to buy an R.I.P. Shiva shirt, you can probably find one in, on the internet. But <laughs> uh, sure. not on Entertainment Talk. We we haven't quite got there yet. So. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Krista says, uh, more Daryl with an exclamation mark. I love it. Uh, again, not a fangirl of any sorts, but we have um, still been lacking in his appearances. And we have had four in a row. I think she means la- lacking from previous yeah. seasons. Uh, keep it up AMC uh, or Norman or whoever it is that's responsible uh, <laughs> also it's interesting how many things uh, Matt said Norman is going to be in how does this man find the time I mean uh, so he's doing Walking Dead Uh, he's doing Ride With Norman I'm not sure how much time that takes up he's doing a game called Death Stranding which probably isn't going to be out till 2019
2: 2020 um, yeah long lead times on those
0: yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if how much of his face is gonna be in that? Because it it could be a first person game where you don't see much of his face and he's just in cutscenes. But I don't know. Uh, but all I know is he's gonna be working on that for for a few years yet, yeah, at least to come. So, um, but yeah, it's good that he's able to to do all these different things. So, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: It's good to see him like have a few moments this season uh, where you know he's kind of being a bit more expanded and used a bit more um as we talked about last um podcast um about that like how daryl is uh being very underutilized in the past few seasons so to see him being uh in, even in small moments like this like a small car chase is still good to see him as one of the original characters still being uh productive
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it is a bit of a case that um uh, daryl's being used a bit more, uh, but we haven't seen Michonne or Carl for a few episodes. But yeah, like I don't, I don't want to turn it into a negative yeah. thing, but it's I don't know. We, we saw yeah, we've uh, like changed who we've seen more and less of, but I don't. know Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. no, I mean, yeah, because no Michonne, no, no Carl, uh very little Maggie since episode one. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, oh. quite a lot of them have. It's, yeah it's interesting out of that kind of main cast there's quite a lot sort of that that haven't shown up i was thinking about this and of course we've not seen negan really mm-hmm. since episode one either looks Although, like
0: that's uh next week i think
2: yes that is going to change next week so mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah and we'll see what uh what special pants gabriel needs <laughs> yes. um or if Negan needs any, who who knows what will happen. Uh but yeah, that that's it for this week's episode. Uh you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org. You can find David on geektown.co.uk uk for your latest. Uh, at the moment interviews, uh, quite a few interviews. Um Yes. Interviews, so wh- which ones have you guys
2: Um, Well I have I have got some coming up Because I went and did a set visit recently Which I can't really talk an awful lot about But uh, They they, they will be actually coming up next year We have just had a podcast go up with A couple of uh, really interesting Production designers We've got lots of news coming up we've also at the end of the month we've got the geek town awards starting again where you can win mm. lots and huge prizes so uh but we'll i'm sure we'll talk about that a bit more later on towards the end of the month so uh so that's coming up as well so cool. yes geektown.co.uk for all that stuff
0: yep and to find out that back is coming back <laughs> so yes <laughs> yeah back
2: is coming back yes yeah
0: and what was uh, that? if you're was that quote from Gosh. david mitchell's twitter or something the, the one no that, that was
2: that was in the press the the, the the very funny quote from david mitchell that he did that uh, story was f- actually in the official press release
0: <laughs> cool so. cool yeah uh and that, that's a good show as well so i'm looking forward to that coming back yes. um in terms of us you can follow us on twitter facebook uh you can check out our patreon you can subscribe to us on itunes uh you can join our facebook group um, you can use word of mouth to help uh, spread the word, uh, tell your friends and family about the website uh, tell them tell them to follow us on Twitter or Facebook which, whichever is easiest for them to keep up with uh, or you can just head over to entertainmenttalk.org um, yeah I think that's about everything for this week uh, we'll see you in a minute for some comic book talk but if you're not sticking around for that we'll see you on the next piece of content uh, see you next time, goodbye bye, bye. And we're back to discuss the, the comic books. Um, so what did you have to talk about for this time?
1: Um, I was mainly going to talk about like the progression of Ezekiel and where you think he's going to be taken within the series. if he's going to go anywhere different than he does in the comic books, um, and how this episode has affected your view of Ezekiel. Mm. So I let's mean... start off with like, wh- where do you think Ezekiel is going now?
0: i mean it's uh it's interesting that gunter the guy that captures him in this episode says i'm your either says i'm going to put your head on a spike or it's going to end up on a spike um which is actually what ends up happening just from a different um person because that hap- that, the whisperers do that to him don't they um yeah not, not this this guy uh so do you think that's any kind of foreshadowing oyster egg for him Um, potentially.
1: I mean, it could just be a nice little callback to um, the comic books. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they carry it out, then, you know, people will pick up on that uh, little Easter egg there. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, they've got a lot more story to
0: cover until then.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we We haven't even
0: finished the war yet, so.
1: Yeah, they're going to definitely go through the war and through another, like, part. Half season, maybe whole season before they get to Whisperer's part.
0: Yeah, I mean, because like we discussed, the ideal thing in my mind would be if the war ends at a half season and then we have the tease of the time jump and then you come back, what, three months later um, for the two year time jump. Um, I mean, three months in terms of the actual uh, show time. Um, And then we have the time jump and then you can use that half season to set things up for the Whisperers. I know that's quite a lot of plot to go through. But it means that it would go at a, at a really good pace. Yeah. Um, because I... W- w- when I looked through the, the comics this morning... Um, towards the end of the first part of All that War... Is when the grenade attack happens. And the bit just before that in the previous pages... Is Shiva's death. Um, so we're like right... We should be right at that point... Now I don't know if they're gonna save the explosions it's literally like a couple of pages later though um, or like a, a, a few sections later um, that the grenades get thrown over the fence um, but I have a feeling they're gonna save that for the mid-season finale but if they did that would mean we still have a whole part 2 for the second half of the season which would go against my ideal timeline um, meaning that we did, we would have a whole season of war yeah, um I mean we've already had like a mid-season finale happen within
1: uh, Alexandria so they could potentially do that again uh, because we haven't really caught up with them in a while. Yeah. So it would make sense for that to happen with the Grenades uh, situation putting a few people in danger. Um but I don't know how the season's going to uh, go because I, I reckon it will be all the whole of all Out war but um rather than just, like, up to the mid-season finale. hmm Um, but I'm not sure how they're going to pace it out. Say, if they have another f- episodes where they focus on one or two certain characters like they did in this episode. Like, we had Ezekiel and Carol on this episode, right? Yeah. Um, but that, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, you said in the, uh, in the actual episode review that, um we haven't seen what's happening with Carla and Michonne for ages, and they're two major
0: characters, so this could go on for quite a while to, uh, if we're going to explore everyone. Yeah, I mean, cause I'm, fl- I'm flicking through it now as, you, as you're talking, um, and they've got the, the attack on the sanctuary, which we saw in the first episode, so like the windows getting shot out, the, the walkers, yeah. all that stuff. Uh we flick forward a bit more, they've then got Holly getting captured, um, and then sort of a bit of, like, recovery, um, and, do you know, one thing they didn't do that I really wanted them to was, um, after the attack on the sanctuary, um, Jesus gives this line to Rick, which I, like, really, I really liked in, in the comic, and Jesus basically says, like, we're making it easier for them, and Rick's like, what, what are you talking about, and, um, Jesus was like, look, these walkers, we're making it so much easier for them because we're basically killing each other as opposed to fighting them. Um, And that's like the most, that's like incredibly true. Uh, Yeah. Because that's essentially, I mean, that's the story of an apocalypse is like, you know, eventually supplies get, um harder and harder and then people start killing each other for supplies but they need the supplies to survive against the zombies but then it's almost like a a change in in enemies so instead of banding together to fight the zombies it's a case of somebody else has supplies that you want so you kill them therefore you help the zombies um which i think is all incredibly interesting um whether he i mean he could drop that line at any any point um but it would have been kind of interesting, maybe in episode one, like after the sanctuary attack, if he had have said that. I know it's a small thing, but it really does connect to like what this what this story is kind of about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would like to uh, see something like that in this series. We need like um, one of the problems that The Walking Dead uh, has right now, and I don't want to continue like comparing it to Game of Thrones. But because there's so much action going on, we're not getting the the kind of vital kind of character development that we have. Mm. Um, and especially some of those good lines that are kind of quotables. Um, I, re- I reckon that the um, one thing that they are doing at the moment, though, is using the, the zombies or the walkers as weapons against each other, which um, is a very interesting thing that they do. Yeah,
0: um,
1: Because you've seen it like in last season with the Sanctuary. Where they had the walkers on chains and everything to make to stop people from like, like, you know, walking up to them and trying to break in. Um, and now, that obviously, in this episode, they've uh, the walkers are in that um, the outpost that the saviors have now, um, which which is which is I, w- I wouldn't say it was intentional. I think it was way for um way for Carol and Jerry and Ezekiel to escape. But still, it is using walkers to the advantage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, yeah, it is interesting. But um, I would like to see more Jesus and what he's up to as well. Because after episode 3, I've, I particularly enjoyed where his character's going. Even if it is a little bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. Him being more, like, pacifistic.
0: Yeah. Um, so, the, the timeline I've kind of got here is Attack on the Sanctuary... The um, where am I? Yeah, the attack on the sanctuary, and then the capture of Holly because she gets captured from the attack, which is almost a remix of Gabriel. I don't think they're gonna use Gabriel in the same way, but it's like he's been replaced as that person. Um, yeah. So then Holly gets captured. Then they go to. Uh, then they have the stuff with um, Ezekiel and Shiva. So the same attack with Shiva dying a bit later. So that was almost this episode. Um. And then you have Negan going to the gates, uh, like you have the Gregory stuff, he comes back, Maggie has a go at him, like we saw in episode, uh, was that last week? Yeah, episode three. Uh, And then Negan comes into, literally straight after, um, there's a few bits of conversation stuff, but after that is when uh, Negan goes up to the gates, has Holly, uses her as the bait, whatever, then throws the grenades. So that's literally where we are now. Um, and we, so we have the half of the season to be able to do some of this stuff. It's just what AMC is going to decide. Cause we've still got, um, Oceanside to deal with. We still got the scavengers or the, the trash people to deal with. Yeah. Uh, we still got the Gabriel and Negan stuff, which is kind of included. Um, they've got Eric's death here as well, which is all mixed in with that. Um, and then, uh, is dying there. Uh, yeah, B- basically that—that's how the first part goes. Yeah, um,
1: I, I think what they're gonna do because what they did in season seven was they extended out the uh, March to War uh, part in the comic books, uh, where they um, which is like the volume before Warlight yeah. like War One, and they extended it to a full season when I thought it might be like half season, mm-hmm. and then we'll get to part one this season. Um, I'm sorry, part one at the end of uh, season seven and then have part 2 extend the whole of uh, season 8 but um it seems like they're going quite like a slow pace right now with in terms of the comic books so I'm getting, I don't think they're going to catch up like anytime mm. soon anything like that but
0: i mean yeah i mean they've done they have done some of the stuff i've just read out like the, the shiva attack and ezekiel and uh, yeah. the capture of gabriel slash holly um he, i don't think he will be used in the same way i think they're going to change that um the attack on the sanctuary so they've done those things so they have done some of the stuff it's just at what point are they gonna finish the war because it would be weird if you finished it in like episode 11 or something in like because yeah the walking dead just hasn't tended to end arcs in the middle of seasons apart from the um with the uh what are they called the uh, t- the terminus people that was like four episodes or three episodes um, but that was kind of half of the first half, and then they moved the story on. Um, so, I, I don't know, it just depends what what they decide to do. Um, I haven't properly flicked through the, the second part yet, but that could, the second part could probably be, uh, the rest of the half season, but I just think that the whole grenade spectacle thing, they're looking at the mid-season finale for that, I, I would guess
1: yeah I mean that is kind of like about halfway through the all out war stages um so i would- I wouldn't mind seeing that um the season finale but um one thing that I'm kind of thinking of right now is yeah. that if they do run out of content from the comic books about you know around like episode eleven or something like that, they can kind of change it a bit and maybe put in some more bits that we haven't seen and obviously, yeah, you have said that there's a lot of kind of characters that we haven't even looked at, and, um,
0: have you seen the, the trailer for the next episode? I saw, I saw, like, a short one, because I know that they'd put out, like, two or three of them, um, yeah, I, be- um, I basically saw what they aired on Fox, which was the, um, it was, like, one of the, one of the 20 second promo thing, where, uh, Negan's just talking to Gabriel, and you see a bit of Simon and stuff, so, yeah,
1: but we get um we get to see Gabriel and we get to catch up with him now, yeah so it's it's all about or of kind of getting everyone into one place for one kind of i think there will will be like one kind of big battle at the end of the season or the end of the war, which is what happens in the comic books basically mm-hmm. um but when when or not when that will come around, I don't know um it's very it's very kind of open right now,
0: hmm yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do exactly with Gabriel. Is Negan just gonna let let him go, or I, uh, I just don't see the whole the same Holly trick working. You can do uh, it in the way that he's the one that gets captured, but in terms of the trick thing, I don't think that that works in the same way. So it's kind of like you can do the same thing and really remix it quite a bit because of course we don't have a Holly and Gabriel's the one that's been taken. Um, so but
1: the last season was Sasha with their kind of the head thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that's why and sort of the comic book interpretation. Like yeah. um they thought it was like uh Rick's the girl that like Rick loved and but then it wasn't. Um and obviously she ended up killing herself within the killing herself within the um, the capsule and making herself zombified as a weapon for um to help out Rick. Mm-hmm. Um so well, I, I don't know. There are a lot of different things, like, from the comic books that I do reckon won't get, like, f- won't actually make it into the TV series. But I would like to see something, like, happen with Gabriel, because in the comic book series, he doesn't do an awful lot around this point. He's yeah. very kind of, at, like, pushed up to the back. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see <sighs> that he's become such an... Um, not, I wouldn't say an important character, but he has been a lot more fleshed out within the TV series, mm-hmm. which is typically what they tend to do compared to the comic books.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I uh, I remember in the at some point in the war, it's probably the the second half um of the yeah. the comics when they do the whole zip 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 dip. Sorry, uh, when oh, they dip the um weapons in the zombie blood. I hope we get to see that because. They can't say yeah. that's a budget problem. <laughs> I mean, you literally just get fake blood and say it's zombie blood, and then yeah. use it in the same way. So,
1: yeah, I mean that uh, we discussed it before, but I just think that's a very clever kind of thing that they could do yeah. and to be a weapon. Um, it's not. It's nothing like, t- yeah, like you said, it's not like having a tiger on set or whatever, where it's gonna cost a lot of the budget. It's pretty easy to do, but it's whether or not them did, or whether or not they'll utilize it. Yeah. So that's it, um pretty interesting. Is there any other kind of characters you want to just discuss over what happened in the just episode, or um, like we've got Carol, we've got Jerry,
0: we've got yeah. like was um, Jerry in the comic? I don't remember him being. I think he's uh, a, a new addition.
1: Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. I don't think he was in the comic. There was like, I think Richard was. who was the guy last season that like um, caused a lot of problems to Morgan. Um, I think so,
0: yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
1: What do you think about Carol this episode then?
0: I mean, it's better that we've got a. Longer living version of Carol and oh, one that because uh, yeah. if you if you didn't know um, she basically she, she tries to get this three way literally tries to get this three way marriage with her Rick and Laurie. Uh, Rick you says no know. this is this isn't what what me or Laurie want or this this doesn't make sense and she goes up and talks to this um, zombie they have tied up at the prison. I think they were using it to to like test zombies in some sort of way. Uh, yeah. and she essentially, like, feeds herself to it, because she's like, oh, you, you you, will love me, won't you, kind of thing, and literally just gives herself to it. And then, not kissing, biting. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was quite messed up. But, um, I mean, within the TV series, you get to see Carol a lot more fleshed out, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot more important character. Um, I, I I, do like the way that her character's going, but at um, this point in time, she is doing what... She's, like kind of being how Michonne was for Ezekiel in the comics, Um because they had a little thing going on there, but obviously that wasn't... Um, well, Michonne and Ezekiel weren't always, like, fighting together and weren't always doing this. No, and they did have
0: some like... some fights and stuff. Not literal fights, I mean, like, arguments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, um... they had
1: more of a sexual kind of relationship, Well, this is more like a mutual friendship thing. Yeah. But it, it's like... um. Uh, Carol being the kind of woman within Ezekiel's life right now and being the person by his side a lot of the time mm-hmm. um, which is interesting to see I mean I, I want to see how they develop because she's obviously spending a lot of time in the kingdom rather than back in Alexandria where most of her travellers like companions, are and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm. um, I, I just want them to keep Carol the way she is for a little while because yeah. she's been her and Morgan have just been so all over the place with what's right, ambience. what's wrong, what do we do what don't we do that I just want them to. I, I just want them to keep them, them how they are for a little while. Um, it's been
1: a mindfuck over the past uh, three seasons. Over yeah. like well, like every week they'll change their morals or something <laughs> like that, and I'm struggling to kind of keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it is quite strange, but um, I, I, obviously Carol in the comic books was. Uh, it was like a in terms of displaying, like, how the zombie apoco- apocalypse like affects you mentally. It did well at that, but I didn't enjoy her character as much. Uh, nah. She she's a TV series. I reckon they've done a lot better job with her there.
0: Yeah. It's a bit like they've swapped Andrea and Carol around, because Andrea wasn't as good in the in the TV show, and she died in kind of a silly way. Um, yeah, and, that's like, Carol is the one that has gone on, whereas in the comic, Andrea is the one that goes on and becomes the badass. So, it's almost like they swap their characters around and change the relationships and stuff. Um, so, that's kind of interesting as well.
1: Yeah, like, um, obviously, Andrea in the TV series doesn't last as long as she does in the comics. And in the comics, like, has she, has she died in the comics yet? She just died, hasn't she? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, she just died recently, but she lasted quite a while, so that will be interesting to see if Carol takes that place and uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and fades away at around the same point that Andrew did in the comics.
0: Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's about what I wanted to do for for this section for this episode is just talk about what actually happened in the comics and where we where we sort of think it will line up uh yeah. but if amc want their money like, like they they do want uh of course every business wants wants their money but uh some companies uh cough cough ea <laughs> like uh like to get a bit more money sometimes um and i just wonder how amc is going to just treat the show going forward in terms of that so um yeah. I think
1: one thing that we could start doing for these kind of comic book uh, review things is at the end we all at the end of the episode review we pick like um, who who you think was the best character within the episode and who did you not like did you think didn't you didn't really like that much and what they did with them um, I, I don't know it's just something that we could like kind of think about and kind of analyze okay. But, I I think for this episode I'm going to have to give it to Ezekiel because, uh, one, like, Kyrie Payton's, like, uh, acting was really good within this episode and show, like, Ezekiel's kind of broken state.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And it kind of really uh, reflected well upon his character. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll
0: tell you something, though. When this yeah. episode started and we saw Ezekiel without the dreadlocks, i was like okay are we in for an ezekiel backstory episode because it looks it looked, it looked it like happened. it was in the past i was like don't yeah. you don't need to show us how he became the leader of the kingdom or something like that but we didn't get that so uh yeah there's uh, yeah. voice <laughs> um, I, I just yeah. i know a I know a bottle backstory type episode is coming for someone um but i don't know who it's who's gonna be it's usually around around this time like episode four to six yeah, I was 4-6 um, Around, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, my, my actual guess is next week is going to be all Gabriel, Simon, and um, Negan. I think episode six or seven is going to be something to do with the uh, trash people because we did see that in the trailer. And then we have a another episode and then a mid season finale. So that's that's what I'm going to guess. Whether that will happen, I don't know. But
1: yeah. I don't feel like there was anyone in this episode that did particularly like badly with their acting, or whatever. But, no. Um, no. Not really. No. They, they were pretty good. Um, all the characters did well, I think. Um, even that kind of Gunther guy, well, he was a bit annoying. Mm-hmm. On my, I I probably put him as the like my least favorable character within the episode. Mm-hmm. But still, he he was decent for what he did, and he also teased that. Ezekiel might have his head on a spike sometime soon, mm-hmm. which is quite a daunting thing to think about. But yeah,
0: yeah. And a- AMC also tells you that on on the on the Twitter with what uh, or their Instagram, whatever post it was. Uh, it wasn't actually Ezekiel's head, but it was a head on a on a spike. I remember sending it to you and be like, well, why are they putting this up? It has nothing to do with the current art. Yeah, I but... saw
1: it like 40 images and I was just really confused. Yeah, um, It's such a strange thing for them to do, but uh, yeah, I guess it was just to build hype.
0: I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's everything I have to say. So. Okay, cool. Cool, alright, well uh, thank you. if you do listen to this section, thank you for listening uh, and we'll see you on the next piece of content. Goodbye. Bye.